Is that Emma Stone? I want to fuck you. Yeah, his moose knuckle game was on fleek. If you listened better, I wouldn't have to get this angry. Understand coming to to Cloud City for years, kid. Hello and welcome. We are back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. I noticed on last week's show, not to get too technical, but I can really hear I've I broke my front teeth when I was in junior high school. So, oh, I thought you meant recently. No, so <laughs> I have fake front teeth, and I noticed that they were really like whistling. Like when I say my S's, it really whistles in my front teeth, and it was really aggravating. I shouldn't have pointed that out to you guys because you guys probably hadn't noticed. Um, that voice you heard, of course, our very own co-host of the program, New Jersey's own, our very own, the one and only Ed Daly. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just was I was well, a little bit on, shocked when it's, it's a I made, Haven't played in a while. All right. No, it's okay. Jump the gun, Ed. Get in there. Well, Get in there just, and do your thing. You said you broke your teeth. I was like, well, we let's no, let's no, discuss no. this. You seemed like you were ready to move past breaking. I know. If it I happened know. as a kid, that's different. I thought like <laughs> we, you know, when a man in his 40, 40s breaks his teeth, that's something else. You know, the mileage the listeners of this show got out of my wrist situation and are still that was an amazing story. And are still getting out of my wrist situation. Wrists. Plural. If you're, I'm trying not to say too many S's. If you're new to the program, um, a little, a year and a half ago, I broke both of my wrists in an accident. A girl was spotting you, right? I was being spotted by a woman on a particularly heavy squat, and it did not go well. So uh, this is this. You know, I shouldn't have brought it up. I, we should. Yeah, not. We'll, we'll just move past. I look. I didn't want to bring up an old childhood memory. It just yes. seemed like it just happened to you. Uh, I I didn't I don't watch I've told you I don't watch Bill Maher because it's like just everyone who has a dissenting opinion gets booed and everyone gets cheered for saying you know a liberal idea I'm like I don't I don't that does nothing for me but I saw like just the clip of that guy Milo on there Mm -hmm. and and Maher got pantsed the only reason why I clicked on it is like all right we've got two blowhards of different points of view. Like I, I maybe I'd see a, a good argument and he just let the guy spout his usual bullshit hatred. And luckily Larry Wilmore was there to, to drop a go fuck yourself. Yeah. I didn't watch the, cause that happened in the non televised portion. I just clicked on like, I yeah. just clicked on like part of it and I, Bill Maher was doing nothing. I've seen it going around. I watched the televised portion and it seemed like, um, Mar had more the agenda of, hey, we need to stop freaking out about what people are saying and concentrate on what's important. And so he didn't like he didn't challenge him. He didn't say, you said this, uh, you know, you said this about Muslims or you said this about transsexuals. Like he didn't he didn't bring up any of the stuff that the guy's renowned for. You the, know, the guy's famous for for being an asshole. I know. Like, yeah, you should. Just it's like be if you wanted yeah. to get into. If you wanted to get into like policy argument with 
somebody that I really don't agree with, whether it's Jeff Sessions or something, that's one thing. Which I think, you know, Jeff Sessions is is pretty, you know, confirmed racist policies and stuff in his past. But he does it in in a like a political context. This guy Milo is just outright calling Leslie Jones, saying Leslie Jones can barely read and stuff like that. Like he's doing overtly racist things. And like that, if you're gonna have a troll on your show, you should just firebomb them. Like, yeah, should be crushing them. And and then only the one guy did it. Just give him, give him a chance. Well, I'll have to watch the overtime thing. Just give him a chance. That, that's my thing. Is like, don't stop these people from talking. You should let them talk more. You should let people hear more of how ridiculous they sound and how, call them out on. Yeah, and of course. And how obvious it is that they're just trying to get a reaction out of people. They're not. They're not. They don't really. I I maintain that these people do not hold these insane views. They say things to get a reaction. They play. A character to get people to react, and if you, and if you want people to to form an opinion about these people or to to know that they're assholes, just let them talk. Just let them say their stupid shit because people will hear them and go, "Oh, that guy fucking sucks." This is who everybody's talking about. Fuck him. Um, so yeah, I'll have to watch the. I'll have to see what the, the one thing that I will say is some people probably turn into oj where like i think part of oj doesn't think he did it anymore that's true that is true like i think some people just keep spewing like we talked about the guy alex jones i could see it starting as an act and then he's i mean when you scream that much maybe you just start to convince yourself that's a good point that's a good point but and and then i I have a more personal thing i i was accused i I said i told you about this i was accused of unfollowing somebody on twitter i haven't my my twitter account is static Like yes. the only like I've I've only knowingly unfollowed uh, on a couple occasions. One, like I woke up one morning and I got a few messages. Hey, thanks for following me back. And I was like, what? And it had followed like a thousand accounts for me. And Shut I just up. and I just unfollowed for like an hour. Just sat there <laughs> with the unfollow button. That yeah. was like I don't know. It was a year and a half ago or so. Yes. Uh-huh. And then another time was a friend of the show who I like very much, but oh. just was interested. And I'm not going to single him out, but I'm going to reach out to him. We need. He knows we need I like. Him. He knows I, I like him. him. Great, I, yeah. I love him. I think he's very funny. He just, you know, there might be a lot of spring football updates or draft, NFL draft for teams that I don't follow. So, but I, I like him. Yes. But I, it was just it was too much one day. One day I was just trying to look at some jokes, and I was getting a lot of. Uh, I know what that's like. I know what you mean. Bring football updates, yes. but anyway, we're ha- I, I'm having him on. Remind me to reach out to yeah, him. Yeah, let's let's have him on. And then besides that, I don't yes. unfollow. Like it's the same for it's the same number of people I followed for like three years, and um, and my my I used to have like probably about 300, 400 more followers than I do now. It's yeah, just steadily gone down for the last just, few years. It, yeah, it just falls, it just falls. Go slower but, and slower. I, re- I wish I had some titties to put in my avatar. Trust me, if I if I were following you, I wouldn't yeah. see your message. I, I I am on Twitter for like thirty seconds here and there. Like I'll look at a few jokes and then I'll move move on. And then um, mostly, I told you, I just use it for like sports. I don't, I don't, I just don't. I don't, I, I don't spend. I used to just like sit there for like a half hour and just read jokes for a half hour, and I was like, this is not. Not no. good use of my time. Yes, I don't. Well, it's very, and uh, we are as it has been well documented on this show. We are very much in the hashtag fuck Trump category here on this show. Right. Fuck Trump. Uh, but I don't. There's so much of that on. 
Twitter that it's, you know, well, it's I mean, all I, it is, I hate right? The, yeah, it's all that's it, all that's happening there. So it's I I rarely open Twitter anymore because it's just a lot of it's stuff that I already know and it's a, an opinions that I mostly share. So I'm not really I don't really care. But I would say this: I don't know who follows me or has unfollowed yeah. me or what, but you are followed by Ryan Philippi, who's dreamy, and I'm very jealous of that. And yes, he, that was he, somebody I have followed in the yes. last few years because I saw one day yeah. Ryan Philippi is following you, and I was like, "Well, let me go follow him back. We can start a friendship." Yes, if he followed me, I would certainly follow him back, and I would, or I might just follow him. I might just try to troll him into a follow, and then I would check every day to make sure that he continued to follow me. You, you know, it's so funny. Well, yeah. two things I should just point out: we have uh, DM'd back and forth a couple times. Oh, Probably. Shut up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so fucked up of you. He's a good dude, yeah. pal of mine. Yeah. But it's funny. Uh, like on two different occasions, he responded to a tweet, like on Twitter, yeah. like "Oh, that's so funny" or something. He wrote something oh, like that, right? Son of a bitch. No, no, no. But it's yeah. this is complimentary to him. <laughs> and immediately, and you know how when somebody replies to that, you just get copied on anybody's yes. reply. Yeah. So immediately there's like 15 girls like, you are so fucking hot or I want to fuck you. Like, shut up. Like from him telling me that a, a joke is funny and then yeah. all of a sudden it's like, I want to fuck you. And it's like, Jesus, how, how is life, how do you, how do you go through life like that? It's got to like be it, a tough life. It's just, it's just got to be, you, you could say tough, but it's just got to be such a different experience than, yeah. than we can possibly comprehend. Yes, no, I totally yes, I totally agree with you. It's, it's crazy. There's there are there's a place in this world where men there's a there's a level you can ascend to of attractiveness or notoriety where right. men are pursued by women in the same way that women are typically pursued by men. Right. It's crazy. What the crazy. fuck is that? Imagine <laughs> Like to not the only work you have to do is filtering, like deciding what you don't want to yes. fuck. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. Like, is this at my? A, a buddy of mine told told me one time he was at. Um, this is a guy that he's he's just America's guest. He goes to all these parties and he just walks in and just he's not invited. He doesn't have a pass and he's just always around. He can get in these places. And he told me one time the. Um, here in Newport Beach, California, the the Yankees were having a party like after a game at a club, and they had rented out the whole club, and it was just it was the Yankees' private party, and it was just the Yankees, Tiger Woods, my buddy, and uh, hundreds of chicks. And he said he was walking around. He bummed a chew off of uh, Jason Giambi, and he was just walking around the party. And he said Derek Jeter was in one corner sitting in a booth and Tiger Woods was in another corner sitting in a booth and they were just both having women. Women were like taking meetings with them. They were just being brought over one at a time here. It's your turn to talk to, it's your turn to be interviewed. That's, uh, and the weird thing is if you, it's just hard to believe that a woman would choose Tiger Woods. I mean, you know, I know there's (laughs) wealth and stuff. He's such a nerd. I know. He's the dorkiest looking guy. Yeah, that's a great point. (laughs) Like, it's just, if there are other guys, like, there are some really, like, I'm sure, no matter what era there there was, there were some good looking Yankees. Like, it, it doesn't have to be... (laughs) <laughs> the, Woods the, or yes. Jeter? It could be. I mean, yes. I, I don't Jorge know. Posada. Maybe Par- Carl Pavano might have been on the team. There are there are Jim some Leritz. guys. Yeah. I mean, any any Mike any Lucina. of us. 
I would rather have sex with Posada than uh, Tiger Woods. You know who wasn't bad looking? Tino Martinez. That's right. Very handsome. Dude, yes. Yeah. Now, do you think, what about Shane Spencer? Or no, no. Was it Shane? Sp- yeah, Shane he, he Spencer. He was the guy who hit like a bunch of homers, and yeah. everyone in New York is like, oh, Babe Ruth 2.0. And then it turned out, like, no, those were all the homers he was going to hit. But also, he was a scab. He crossed oh, he was. lines. So. All those, whenever they have like one of those Yankees commemorative weekends where you can, you know, go, they'll all be signing or something. He never right. gets, he never gets invited and he can't share in any of that because that's funny. Those, the, they draw those lines pretty hard. Yes, I agree. I, I think of Tiger Woods as the Chappelle show version of Tiger Woods, like the real, right? Life. That's just who I see when I, when I picture him. <laughs> Huge that's dork. Funny. Um, two things. Mm-hmm. One, I just I want to shout out. I haven't been checking our iTunes reviews, guys. Go to iTunes right now, iTunes.com, or open your iTunes app. Make sure you're subscribed to the show there. And when you subscribe to the show, click five stars and then leave a review, like our very own David San Clemente did when he said, "Life changing, five stars." The plaque for second place is in the ladies' room, and oh. that's why these dudes are in the men's room. A first-rate must-listen show. I think that's a little—that's a little allusion to your proclivities there, Ed. Hanging out oh. in the men's room. That's what he's saying. Oh, I thought it was some sort of Top Gun reference or something. No, yeah, it could be. Don't they say something like, "Oh, the second oh, place"? Oh, that's right. Yes, something like second that. Second right? place. Tri- yes, that's right. Because they knew the places. That was. <laughs> you guys should go back and we reviewed Top Gun on the show as a two-parter. I think it's like episode one twenty-one or something. Go back. Oh, that was a def- pretty good one. Go back and definitely listen to, to that because it's amazing. We're gonna do. We, we, gotta, we have a good one coming this. Yeah, summer. we got to. Yeah, we got to plan. I say An anniversary one. one. Yeah, but I say we do one in like a month, like a, sp- yeah, a yeah, spring. Yeah, yeah, spring, spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we can talk about that. The second thing is, I'm I'm basically super dad Ed, and yeah. I am so I'm taking my kids skiing this week wow i'm taking them to utah it's just me and the two children and the reason i'm taking them is because they have no school because there exists something in modern school districts that did Mm -hmm. not exist in my childhood and it's something called ski week have you heard of this no do you go to private school no no this is my my children go to public school and all the districts Ski around here week. where I live they get it this isn't spring break spring break comes up in in March or April and this isn't uh Christmas break or winter break because that already happened this is in between those two things it's called ski week it's a week of time that your kids don't have school that you have to find some There's shit no for them way to do. a school calendar says ski week well it's called i can't remember what it's called it's not called ski week but winter it's, break mid winter break yeah. But it's it's colloquially referred to as Ski Week, and it's bullshit. It's a bullshit extra it week. It is bullshit. These kids, these kids get a day off every week. But but do they not – they probably don't get some of the other regular not. holidays. There was like somebody – somebody was like trying to shake things up when I was a kid. And like yeah, one year, we had one of these types of weeks – like one of these, uh, you know, extended breaks that weren't spring break. But then we started like not getting off for Columbus Day or some of the other, you know, mm, holidays yeah. during the year. And I was like, well, I'd rather just kind of have a three day weekend here and there. Yes. More than is. just getting a week. No, I get that. But they still get it. Well, Columbus Day is not a holiday anymore. I mean, 
It's just horrible. I, I was just I was trying to think it, Veterans Day or something. There'll be there's like some holidays that are not Christmas Columbus, and Thanksgiving. Columbus That's Day is probably still a holiday in New Jersey now, right? Oh, it it hundred percent is. It's a yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think there's a Sopranos I, episode about this. I live next door to Columbus Park. Like it's yeah. right next to where I live. And uh, when there was snow on the ground, I, my uh, my son and I were throwing snowballs at Columbus, trying to yeah. see if we can hit him in the face. Yeah. And nuts. Yeah. We we're just messing around, and somebody goes, "Have a little respect, will you?" And I was debating, I was debating whether or not I should, you know, teach this guy a little history lesson. Yeah. And then I remembered Bad that. Idea. I, I shouldn't do that. Instead, I would whisper to him, this guy has no idea that Columbus was a complete, uh, <laughs> I said, jerk to, right. to my son. Would, but like, yeah, and I explained genocide and stuff like that. I was like, you know, Columbus is not someone to be respected. Were you thinking about giving the guy a history lesson and then you looked over and he was wearing a velour track suit and he was about 87 pounds <laughs> overweight and he had a gold <laughs> pinky ring and a, a giant gold St. Christopher's medal around his neck and no, <laughs> no visible shirt on underneath the track suit? Let's just say yes for the sake of the story. <laughs> Okay. Hey, Ed, special yeah. programming note this week. We have a guest. We have this is this is a podcast I've been checking out lately. As you know, I'm pretty into beer. Yeah, I'm, sure. I, I would like to be more into beer. Fortunately, I'm a fat person. And I'm, I'm in a major struggle to be less of a fat person, which, but almost kind of makes it better because you look forward to those beers and you enjoy those beers. So I've been checking out this new podcast, or I don't know, it's not necessarily a new podcast, but it's new to me. It's called The Unfiltered Gentleman. And the host of that show, Greg Jones, jo- joins us now. How are you doing, Greg? Hey, fellas. Hey, How's it going? Hey, thanks. Right. Thanks you very much for coming on the show. We are we are definitely beer lovers here. A lot of our listeners, obviously beer lovers. This is a guy-centric show. We are beer people. Tell people that may not have heard of your show a little bit about your podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, about the podcast, look, if you love beer, you should be loving craft beer. That's the big cool thing nowadays. I mean, Stone kind of started off with the Firestone out here in California. That's right. Um it's just, it's so cool now to chase down beers and try new craft beers and, and to go up and down the coast and across the country. And every time I'm on vacation, I turn to a beercation, A, because why the F not? But B, because like so we, everybody's making like just delicious beer left and right. So we like to talk a lot about beer, beer news. We're like you guys in the sense that we talk a lot about guy stuff. We have our beer babe of the week. We do a little sports talk and all that. So it's just a good time to crack open and uh, cheers with us. Fantastic. You are a California guy like I'm a California guy. And we absolutely in in general, we are living in really the golden age of beer. There are so many amazing breweries, people making interesting, new and different kinds of beers. But here – where we live, Southern California, this is like beer Valhalla, is it not? This this is this is the center of the world's beer making process, don't you think? Absolutely. In fact, I took a trip to San Diego for my little oh. Christmas New Year's trip. Yeah. I, I just call it Mecca. It was a yeah. beercation of Mecca. Yeah. Did you? Okay. So uh, most of the most of the best breweries are in San Diego. A couple of my favorites, Modern Times. That's probably my favorite. Brian, does that hurt right you? Now. Does that hurt you that he just named a town instead of a county? Yes. He just said San Diego. <laughs> like, oh, 
We're, to we're be gonna, fair, San Diego is also a county. San Diego is oh, a county. He's, oh, okay, he is referring yeah. to the county. We get we got in a regional chat last week, Greg, because oh, I heard all about it. Yes, yeah, so we <laughs> we talk. We everything is so spaced out, so far apart here. So you wouldn't say, "Oh, I went down to El Cajon or Escondido." You just say, <laughs> "I went to San Diego" because you went to you probably went to five different towns in San Diego to all the, to taste all the different beers, right? <laughs> oh, at least I mean, Stone is in Escondido, but yeah. whoever knows what Escondido is, right? It's way inland, it's way hot, and that place is the greatest place you could ever imagine. It is the just it's like beer heaven. It's literally like beer heaven. It's beautiful, it's cool, the food's really good, and they just have every beer you could ever imagine. I am I am pretty much exclusively an IPA guy. And these days I've been reading there's been sort of like a lot of um I feel like blowback on the hoppiness of beers. Like people are are have started to say that Beers are, have become overhopped and they're too bitter. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I agree to some extent. Now, mm-hmm. look, there's always a place and a time for a nice kick in the teeth, yep. double I, triple IPA, whatever you want. Uh, one of my favorite places up here in Westlake Village, they have, or they had for a while, called Craig's Nirvana. It's at five threads and it was 250 IBUs. Oh, that's, that's just, that's insane. What, what was the alcohol it, content? I believe it was uh, 10, something. It was double yeah, digits. Too strong. For sure. Yeah, it was kicking the teeth, and you didn't really want more than you know four ounces at a time. Right. But what I really like is there's this movement to balance things out and to have you know a hundred IBU IPA, but when IBUs international bittering units for right. those who aren't uh, big into it, and but still be able to balance it out with enough malts to where your girlfriend can have a sip and not want to punch you in the balls. Um, yeah, I heard you on your most recent show. You guys were talking about Firestone Luponic Distortion. That's like a oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a sucker for these. Anything that's like special edition or they only do a little bit of, I'm always going to look for it. And this is like a series of beers where they do they they make a different brew and and they put it out as they make it. Um, and I, I'm into those because they are they're hoppy beers usually, and they're but they're not super boozy. Like I'm I you can only drink so many eight percent beers when they when somebody mm-hmm. comes out with a nice six and a half seven percent easy drinker that's got some bite to it that's my wheelhouse of beers right there absolutely people scoff at those session ipas and the reason they're session ipas is they're lower in alcohol so you can drink more in a session yeah and uh, people scoff like oh it's only five and a half percent yeah but you're gonna have eight or nine of those today while you're watching a full day of football you're not gonna want a 10 percent all day long no you can't well you're not watching a full day of football no well you're you're watching a half day of football and taking a nice long nap and then watching another half day of football yeah you get the first half day of football and then you're waking up for monday night football Exactly. Well, we are stoked. Thank you for joining us, Greg. Uh, feel Thanks free for to chime in. I have. Oh yeah. I, I I felt maybe a little jealous because uh, it was a couple episodes I was listening where you you talked about people sending in beer. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. And I felt one. We don't we don't seem to have listeners that are that kind. But then I thought, well, if it's somebody's home brewer, you a little creeped out by it, like. Who knows what they're up to? They're <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it can be dicey. Cause, I mean, honestly, you can get sick from beer, and uh, it's all about the sanitation and that kind of stuff. We have one guy. His name is James. He's super nice, and luckily, he's like a friend of a friend of a friend. And everything I've heard about him, is, it a little bit. Yeah, he has a super legit setup in his garage, and he's and I've been texting him back and forth lately because I just started home brewing. So. He I'm okay with. Uh, I've had some other listeners just send us you know, some beer they bought from their region that they thought we should try. So it's been pretty awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, I like that. I've had people send me beer before, Ed. 
Like ones they made or no, 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 like no, no, no. I've never gotten anybody's home brew. That's what I'm saying. Somebody's but I've had their locals. Brew, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. But yeah. like somebody's home brew, like just like if somebody sent me cookies, I'd be like, nah, I, I'm, I'm good with not eating this. Like yeah. my son brought home, like, oh, Judy made a ba- a batch of cookies and brought them <laughs> home, and I was like, uh, yeah, you know what? Let's make cookies uh, at home. Oh and no. I- I'll sweep these into the garbage. Oh, can. you're such a princess. I'd be all over those cookies. Like, what? Did they look yeah. good? I don't I mean, like people's baked goods. No, I don't. Judy is a little know, dicey. Yes. I don't want to know. I don't want to know their sanitary habits in the kitchen. I'd like to just stick to what I what is what is coming out of my kitchen. If it, no if, it goods. if it were home brewed brewed beer, I would need some documentation. I would need like vetted video or some documented photography <laughs> to make sure that yeah. they weren't doing their fermentation Filter process. through somebody's socks. Yeah, in, in a bathtub or something. Can, can I tell you this with homebrew? I mean, you're never going to know if they like teabag the batch and then, then right. they ship it to you. That's right. But if it if it smells off, I mean, if they tell you it's, it's an IPA and it smells like apple juice, that means something went wrong with the sanit- uh, the sanitizing and all that stuff. Mm. And you do not want to drink it. You'll be puking that night. That's right. right. So smell, smell your beer. Smell your beer. That's that's great advice. Or just like get a neighbor to sip some of it first. Or, right. Or that cat right. you hate from down the street. Yeah, exactly. Good point. Uh, okay. Let's. Greg, thank you for joining us. Stoked to have you, you on. We're going to bullshit a little bit about sports and not sports. Hang out, crack wise, be comfortable. You are our guest. I love it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? What do we need to know about? Well, I'd say the uh, the big news from the unwatchable NBA All-Star Weekend was not the <laughs> slam dunk contest, not the game, not the Boogie Cousins trade. It was Kyrie Irving is a flat earth truther. Uh, in an interview with Cleveland teammates Channing Fry and Richard Jefferson on their podcast, Road Trippin', Irving explained to his Cavs teammates with an authoritative tone that there are aliens living somewhere in the universe mm. and Earth is a flat surface. This is not even a conspiracy, he said. The Earth is flat. What I've been taught is that the Earth is round, Irving explained. But I mean, if you really think about it from a landscape of the way oh, we no. travel, oh, no. the way we move and the fact that can you really think of us rotating around the sun and all the planets aligned, rotating in specific dates, being perpendicular with what's going on with these planets and stuff like this? The truth is right there. You just got to go searching for it. I've been searching for it for a while. Now, guys, since Kyrie is so good at searching for the truth, do you think we should be searching for the academic course load required under Coach K at Duke? Yeah, I, th- I think Coach K should be blamed for this because this guy, I know he didn't, you know, matriculate the full four years there at Duke, but but he had to pass classes in high school. He had to be academically right. eligible through the fall. It's, it's known to be a good school. My thing is that, like, assuming you are a flat Earth truther, like you really, you really hold that belief, but you know that it's at the very least, an unpopular opinion. What's the benefit of sharing it publicly? Like, is, <laughs> is, is, and to me, it's the byproduct of the end of shame. Like people, especially from Kyrie Irving's generation, they don't know that they're supposed to be embarrassed that they have crazy or stupid ideas. They've just been encouraged. They want, people want, their parents want them to have self-esteem. So they're like, hey, the earth is flat because the, the, Shame doesn't exist anymore, at least among young people. Yeah, this is that are... whole like participant trophy issue. Yes, yes, exactly. Well, Too many ribbons. What would be the end game? Why? What would be the? What would be the goal for everybody lying about Earth? 
Yeah. Like, what Pythagoras? What's the mean? advantage? Yes. Yeah, like Pythagoras, five hundred BC. Like, what was his goal? And then, what was the goal of the astronauts to take a picture or to make up a picture of what they were seeing? Like, what? What would be the end goal? You don't have to be very high in the air to see the curvature of the Earth. Like, there's pictures. No. You like we it's, we know tons of pictures. Yes, it's not. It's not like it's not like Stanley Kubrick that like they enlist Stanley Kubrick every time they get footage from the International Space Station. Like it's just there. It's prob- there's probably a, a live cam that you can look at anytime you want. Right, but what? But if he's he's saying that that type of live footage is a sham, like what would be their yeah. advantage? Okay. NASA or whoever. Like what? What are they gaining? And and like just. Just like simple things, like so. Then by that logic, he thinks there's an end. Like yeah. it's like a Roadrunner cartoon. Like whoops, I went, I went past the edge of the Earth. Yeah. Like why doesn't the ocean like fall off the side? <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Is he one of those flat Earth people that thinks it's like a pancake, or is he back in Columbus's day where when you hit the edge, like you fall off? Yeah. I th- or does he say it's like uh, like it's um, uh, Pac-Man where you would go out the left hand of the screen and then just come back on the right? <laughs> oh yeah. Or it's like the Truman Show where you get to the edge, but there's like a <laughs> dome <laughs> that encases the whole thing. So you're just like, thunk, thunk, thunk. Like, what's going on here? Oh, it's like playing Grand Theft Auto. You just kind of like run back into yourself. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, it's a glitch. Glitch of the you, solar can you imagine? Can you imagine if uh, Galileo, a guy who like the, the church during the Inquisition is like, they're, they're like, hey, listen, just admit we're right and we won't kill you. And he's like, no, I... I the truth is the truth, and I've, I've got to stand by this. And then, like, people are like, well, it's my belief. The Earth is just not round. Like, he's yes. he's just fine with that. No, no, no. Like, fuck facts. We don't care about facts. I, this is what my belief. Your belief is, like, if the eagles are good. That You can say that's your belief. Well, that's no I one's mean, belief, Ed. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be right, but I'm just saying somebody could believe that. Like, you're into skateboarding. You're into country music. Whatever it is. Yeah. Like, that's a belief. That, like, a fact. This is not a belief. It's just, it's ridiculous. The earth is round. I, I agree with you there. Can we put the blame on who really deserves it? Who's that? Oh, Daddy LeBron. <laughs> yes. Yes. He, he's an enabler. That's a problem. Yeah, exactly. He's enabling this kind of, uh, outsane or insane, uh, outrage to, to go on. He needs to, as the team leader, get in that locker room and backhand somebody. That's true. Yeah. He needs to lay it down. I agree. Uh, Ed, what else is going on? All right, let's uh, move to the NFL. Former Lions cornerback Stanley Wilson was arrested yesterday in Oregon for trying to break into someone's house and then removing all of his clothes when police arrived. It's the third time in the past year that he's been arrested while naked. The first time he tried it last June, that ended with the homeowner shooting him in the abdomen. For that break-in... And and for that break-in, he was sentenced to 10 days in jail. That was just last week. Um, but the second naked arrest occurred in January where he was found naked outside a stranger's house, but he didn't attempt to break in. Then last week, just four days after he was sentenced to 10 days in jail, uh, he went naked inside, uh, and broke in again. Uh, so guys, considering Stanley Wilson's first two naked escapades didn't go so well, do you think he should have played some music first or like what, what, what was the goal here? Like, I mean, once you're shot, don't you? Don't you try a different approach? Yeah, I think you would think so. Yeah, I think that would be the end of my being naked days is that surviving a gunshot. Well, did you hear? Sorry, did you hear the quote that he released afterwards? He said, I want to thank God and my biggest mentors in life, Ryan Leaf and Johnny Manziel. (laughs) 
Okay. Yeah. Well, now it's all coming. And also, remember, his dad is the guy, the the uh, Bengals running back that got suspended the day of the Super Bowl for Yayo. Oh yeah, he went sense. on a crack bender. He, he, yeah, he went on a bender. Or they, he did he just go missing? He didn't get. He gets suspended. He just, yeah, he just like, didn't show disappeared up. Disappeared yeah. night before the Super Bowl. I miss the days when somebody would go on a crack bender the day before the Super Bowl. That never happens anymore. Yeah. Um, no, it's not PC enough. It's, I feel like this Stanley Wilson's loved ones, they know that this guy has a problem with getting naked too often. And I, I feel like they could do the same thing they do with sleepwalkers, where they could just tie him up in a, like a sleeping bag. And then padlock the sleeping bag closed so he could just not, he could never get nude. No? Uh, so he's, he's, he's a never nude? Yeah, he would, he would be a forced. <laughs> take him to buy a Funke? He would be a forced never nude. And then if he, if he had to take a leak or something, you'd be like, all right. And someone would walk him over and undo the padlock and then pull down the sleeping bag and then he could piss. And then they'd have to wrap him back up and then lock the lock. And then that way they could save him for himself. That's how they get um, sleepwalkers to get from jumping out of second floor windows. It's a good, it's a good strategy. Hey. The only problem is, uh, they would also have to cut off his supply of drugs. I'm guessing uh, that's true. Oh, yes. Oh man. Somebody would have to light the crack guy's like, for him. <laughs> this guy's like five eleven. Who can't stop him from keeping his clothes on? Yeah, exactly. His neighbor. Well, his neighbor already <laughs> shot him. He's like, well, what else do I have to do? I shot you in the stomach. He's. I feel like there's a script here. Like the the never knew or the the always nude that just keeps coming. Like he can't be killed. He can't be stopped. And he's always naked. <laughs> Okay, what else, Ed? Like high school. All right, we're we're moving to uh, to my, my the shame of my state. Fat idiot Chris Christie recently went on a New York sports station, uh, maybe to distract from the fact that the president just forced him to eat meatloaf at the White House, or maybe to explore Most. a new career since his political one is surely over. Um, when he was on the air, he talked trash about the Phillies. The Phillies suck. They're an awful team. They're an angry, bitter fan base. Now, guys, do you think shitting all over a team that's supported by half his state will hurt his approval rating, or is it impossible to go lower than the current 18%? He, is he still a governor? The problem is, is everything fell apart for him, I think, right after he had just been reelected. So I think this fall he's done. Yeah. So, like, for the last, like, two years, it's just been just, you know. I mean, because he was openly campaigning to get, you know, to work in the White House. My thing is... This Chris Christie is a known liar, and I just don't know how he expects us to believe that he had to be coerced into consuming meatloaf. <laughs> I feel like he, he that, that is a that is a very unhealthy lunch. Him and Trump. He always has a meatloaf in his pocket. Like he never he's never too far. You know how bodybuilders always have some sort of protein on hand. He's always got like a sleeve of donuts pocket, nearby. Pocket full of meatloaf. Yes, he's got. He's got. Yeah, what, you, what you didn't see was that he was forced to eat it rectally. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. He, well, he can't. He can't take in enough calories to keep that mass going just orally. So he has to. He has to have some sort of feeding tube also going at the same time. I'm not sure how. Maybe they just put it directly into the stomach. I don't know. He's very fat. How about last? Last year when he or was it last year when he dressed up in like a baseball uniform? Yes, that, that was, was really that was really tough to look at. How do you get talked into that? You if you know you look like that, you're like, hey, I'll show up, I'll wave my hand, but I'm not playing in the game. You know, just come up with the knee injury or the you know something. There's some he was reason like wearing he can't stirrups. Play. He was all into it. Yeah, he was, he, and he had his pants pulled up, so he had the gunt where his belly his, his belly went under the belt. 
Yeah. Oh well, no, he went. He went. Yeah, that's right. He went under the belt. Like, like at that point, buddy, let it hang over. What are you doing? Of course. Yes. Yeah. So. His moose knuckle game was on fleek. That's yes, for sure. <laughs> My name is Brian. Song never gets old, Ed. Call me the other mm, guy. It's a delightful song. I I've never loved a song that directly try. accuses me of being a homosexual more. <laughs> I like this part right here. The crescendo. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. Just really so well put together. Guys, we've hit upon the various instances of my juvenile delinquency here on the show before. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was pretty a pretty regular occurrence for me was the old letter home. Oh. I was always trying to intercept report cards, get in the mail, like f- forging signatures on things that progress Classic. reports that had to be signed and returned, changing F's to B's. Like I had the whole thing. There was a there was a time when I was constantly having to call my parents and telling them I had detention, and they would like march you down to the office, and you have to dial up your mom at work. And so I would oh, like, that's just a real drag. I would try to like not dial the right or I would try to dial the wrong number. She's like, not there. Oh, she didn't answer. Or I would pretend like I was talking to her. Hey mom. Yeah. Detention again. Anyway, there was a lot of that. Well, some kid in England, his dad got a letter home and it was not quite as bad as the reasons I used to get him. more funny, but it's just interesting that a school would think that this would need to be a reason. Dear blank. It's the dad. Although this is not a behavior, this is the behavior with a U. That's how you know it's the queen's behavior. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Although this is not a behavior letter as such, I'm writing to inform you of something that has come to our att- attention and that you may wish to discuss further with blank, the kid. Blank, the kid, and a few of his friends often make up characters give them amusing names, and then they have exciting adventures at playtimes. This, in itself, is an imaginative and creative pastime and causes no harm. However, it has come to our attention that one of the characters has the name Wildo the Dildo. (laughs) (laughs) And this has, I'm sure you can understand, raised some concerns with us. On further discussion, none of the children said that they knew what it meant. Well, they do now. But we're aware that it was an inappropriate word to be using. One of the children said they picked up the word on the playground. So we will be following this up further and (laughs) dealing with accordingly. I hope you can appreciate the reason I am informing you of this matter. And please, do not hesitate to contact me if you wish to discuss it further. Wildo the dildo, guys. <clears throat> what? Doesn't this seem like sort of innocuous? It's just a silly rhyming name. It's not like how they, old was the kid? Do we know? Ten, he was ten. It's it's not like they made up a character called D- 
Darren the Fleshlight or Steve the Butt Plug, right? <laughs> and Wildo the Dildo would be way more entertaining than some of the shit when we were kids, like Grape Ape uh, or the Great oh, Space Grape Coaster. Or, yeah, or, or or Davy and Goliath. The worst. <laughs> The worst, it was like you would just be desperate because it, it would be on at a weird hour and like that's all there was for cartoons. And I, I was thinking about this the other day and every every potential moment of fun for Davey was met with Goliath just giving him a guilt trip. Yeah, he's a, like, he's you, a real dude. He was his conscience. Davey, you seem to be enjoying that ice cream cone. Do you know Mary Stewart down the street hasn't eaten in three weeks? <laughs> it was just a big bummer the whole show. <laughs> How come I saw you humping the pillows last night? Wasn't uh, <laughs> wasn't that a Mormon church sponsored program? I, I think some it was Lutheran. Some, it oh, was maybe. something, but it was definitely it definitely had a religious. And it would be like you know the episode would be like I probably saw twenty of them, hoping one time it would be good, and I was like you know six, and so I didn't know better. But it was always like he would get a toy and he'd be really into it, and the Goliath would be like, you know, Davy. Toy robots can't love you back. And like just shit like that. He'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake, Goliath. Just have him put down. I mean, here's the real injustice here, though. If, if you guys really look into this story, the problem is the teacher, had she read the entire thing, she knows a feel-good story about Wildo the Dildo trying to find his best friend, Bernie the Butt Beads. <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, the kid is showing imagination happiness has a nice has a nice ring to it totally like, i mean it's a, when my it's kid a funny makes name. up stories when my kid makes up stories they're usually like really boring or terrible names we'll know the dildo has a nice ring to it oh yeah K- kids are n- so boring in general like every story they tell no beginning oh, no middle no end yeah. no resolution Man, what you tell you tell me a story about Wildo the dildo. I'm on the edge of my seat. Totally. I want to know what happens to Wildo the dildo. I'm you hooked me at the title. Yes, yeah, exactly. yes, exactly. I'm in. Keep going. Are you guys? You guys like to dance? You guys big dancers? No, way too white. I um. I mean, I'm, you've got you're you're Mister White Man's Overbite, yeah, right? You do I'm, the. I'm known to dance, but only as a means of making fun of myself. Like I don't. I don't dance well, obviously. No, uh, which might have been a problem. I'll read you from the story. This happened in India, according to the Hindustan Times. Twenty-one-year-old Katan Shervadkar was chilling out and getting super drunk with his buddy, twenty-four-year-old Ankush Jadav. Okay, seems like a good night out. It, it was at a birthday party. They'd organized for a mutual friend. But things took a turn, guys, when Shervadkar reportedly asked Jadav to dance with him. Oh, no. Oh, no. And his friend refused, at which point he grew angry, and they got into a physical altercation that culminated with the dance lover striking the dance refuser with a wooden board. Jesus. Yeah, things took a turn. Livid at Jadav's denial, Shurdvakar started arguing with him, and it snowballed into a fight in which he got domed with a wooden plank. Though Jadav was rushed to trauma care, he succumbed to the injuries at 6 a.m. Oh, man. 
And I can't believe I'm laughing at this. And Shervakar was arrested, and he's probably going to get locked up in Indian prison for this. Guys, isn't murder by wooden board the more palatable option when faced with the potential of dancing with another dude? Yeah, I mean, that changes the dynamics of their friendship very quickly Quick. right there. Yes. Like, oh, uh, all right, well, let's uh, let's rethink things. But but still, like, to be forced to dance is uh, the worst. It I mean, is. that's why when I go to weddings, I tell you, I pre-fontaine it because I know I'm going to be forced to dance. So I might as well be way deep by the time yes. the dancing starts. I so Yes, go. Sorry. So what you're telling me is this guy did something, you know, potentially gay by asking another man to dance with him. What's real? Well, hold on, hold on. It's, it's no judge. This is no judgment zone, Greg. Like, what's, no, what's no. gay about dancing with another dude? Yeah. First of all, hey, as Seinfeld says, there's nothing wrong with it. That's right. No. Everybody's <laughs> but, having fun. Yeah, everybody's having fun. So he asks another man to dance with him, which could be perceived as gay. Yes. And so his punishment is to be spanked with a paddle to death. <laughs> That's irony, my friend. That's <laughs> true. Uh, yeah, unfortunate situation all the way around. <clears throat> Guys, we have more sex toy related news. Okay. Finally. Waldo? On, on Waldo's va- back? On Val- yes, as a matter of fact. On Valentine's Day, Burger King, which, by the way, is the trashest of all the major fast food outlets. I'm going to move. You know, the- I was talking to somebody yes. the other day, yeah. and I felt like when we were kids, Burger King and McDonald's were like, and same with Pepsi and Coke, like they were sort of on the same plane. Now I don't hear about either of the lesser ones anymore. No. Like they've definitely, there's a huge difference now, right? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, McDonald's is fine. Like it's, it's the same at every single one. Equally. I mean, Burger King. It's not fine. It's okay. Like it's not, I have it maybe twice a year, but I I haven't had Burger King in 25 years because it's so disgusting. Here's Chicken the, fries with a downfall. Here's here's the trashest. I'm gonna make a list of the trashest fast food outlets. Number one, worst to least worst. Number one, Burger King. Mm-hmm. Number two, White Castle. Number two, we don't have White Castle. This needs to be nationwide. Let's not go regional here, Ed. Nationwide. Is, isn't there a movie Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? Yeah, I mean, like, that I, was a thing. I know what it is, but there isn't one here. Two, Wendy's. Three, Jack in the Box. Uh, let's not go regional. There's nope. there's no Jack in the Box on the East Coast. No, are you kidding? Never. No, no Jack in the Box. Oh, they got, what are you nas- gonna say, Carl's Jr. next? Another nas- one that doesn't the exist. Yeah, they have they have national campaigns. Jack in the Box. I thought they were nationwide. Nope. I I can't remember seeing a Jack in the Box commercial. Really? Yeah, oh, really. It's crazy. Hmm. Well, they're trash. They're the third trashest <laughs> of the trash fast food. Don't go to one. Uh, on Valentine's Day, Burger King, trash, offered an adult meal at their Israel locations. There's Burger King in Israel? No wonder they hate us yeah. in the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> Adweek reports that each so-called adult meal comes with two Whoppers, two French fries, two beers, and, oh. a, and a romantic <laughs> adult toy inside. Oh, Wow. Guys, do, does BK think that juxtaposed with that their food juxtaposed against a va- veiny eight inch fake dong just so it wouldn't be the most <laughs> unpalatable item in the box? Hey, here's your French tickler and ass tasting burger. How many people do you think tried to eat the dildo first? Yes. <laughs> yeah. They could have done like, the you know what? 
Give me some ketchup. Let me see if this thing works out better. I, I think there's been a worse. mistake. Like what? What? What's who? Who's going in? They're like, hey, I need to go to I need to go to Burger King to get a, a um. I can't think of a sex toy name. <laughs> a Hitachi rabbit, Magic the Rabbit. Wand. Yeah, the rabbit. So they got a Whopper and a Whopper. Yeah, three three Whoppers in the box. And like, can you think of a less romantic setting? Like, yeah. like all right, let's. Uh, Let's go fuck. Uh, you know what? Let's go have some disgusting garbage burgers, and then hopefully we get the right sex toy to really put yeah. us in the mood. If we're not shitting our guts out in the next 20 minutes, we could probably <laughs> use this sex toy that we just got. As oh, soon as I'm done shitting blood, I'm going to use that magic wand on you. Wow. Hey, you know they could use the bathroom for two purposes after that. <laughs> okay, guys. One more. For those who miss Breaking Bad, Heisenberg is apparently teaching high school chemistry because a teacher has been got. She's in trouble. She might have lost her job for teaching her students how to manufacture methamphetamine. Finally, it's in Florida. It's gonna, I was going to say that you. I'll take some guesses as to where this occurred, and Florida is the obvious answer. But this actually yeah, only only to be backed up by Germany. Right, yes. But this actually happened in America's hat, Canada. Whoa. Yes. What? I'll read you the story. At first, Delight Greenage, they got weird names up in Canada, did not believe her eyes when her 13-year-old son brought home a school handout with instructions on how to make and inject crystal meth. Whoa. Hang on. <laughs> and eject. That seems a little more than just technical that's chemistry z- that's lesson. Zero to a hundred right there. I mean And also, is the mom the chick who, who banged Hugh Grant? What is it? Delight Greenage? Yes. Divine Brown? Divine, yeah, yeah, Divine Brown. Do you, was she given the um David Silver method of, of shooting meth? Like David Silver tried meth right. and he was shooting it up between his toes by the end of the episode. Yeah, that he he had a quick rise and quick fall. Yes. Quote, I popped a blood vessel, she said. I was in a state of shock. I'm thinking, this cannot be real. It also included a long list of ingredients for the task. Greenage said her son told her a grade eight, so you know it's in Canada, grade eight teacher handed it out to students in his drama class. At Aaron Mills Middle School in Mississauga, Ontario, last week. He claimed the teacher printed it out for his group to dramatize as part of an assignment. It's mind-boggling. It could undo a lot of what I've taught him, because sometimes he would think the things the teacher says are sometimes more important than the things mum says, says Greenidge. They do have influence and impact. Greenidge said she was particularly disturbed the teacher had instructed the group to act scared when dramatizing making the drug, but to, quote, act happy when injecting it, according to her son. Guys, is it time we started referring to Canada by its proper name, Igloo, Florida? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is – I'm wondering what, what she was – was she trying to get people to make it for her? Like, was she just going for broke? Like, she just wanted – Something terrible to happen. What what was she doing? I don't. I don't. I think. I mean, I didn't. Re, I didn't realize it was a drama class till just now. So obviously they were 
you know, doing some kind of play or something. I don't need you. I don't know why you would need the actual ingredients on how to manufacture methamphetamine to dramatize making methamphetamine. Could you just make it up? Yeah, probably. But if if the parents would have gotten so high and mighty and just held off for two more days, they would have realized that lesson number two was don't get high on your own supply. There you go. That's there exactly. you go. Exactly. <laughs> or maybe their maybe their kids would have become really good students, like Alex P. Keaton in that one episode of uh, mm. of uh, the Speed episode. Yeah, what was that show called? Family Ties. Family, Family Ties. Ties. When he would yeah. he missed his uh, college interview he because out. he was yeah he crashed and 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 then it was blatantly ripped off by Saved by the Bell. That's right. First of all, so nobody passes out for meth. No, it's it's the opposite. He should have just right. done more meth. That's right. You you well you pass out probably after eight or nine days yeah, but for sure um but w- did did they mention something like she was really into say by yeah. the i say by, i mean uh, <laughs> uh breaking bad like did she was she like trying to no no mention of walter white and or breaking bad in the story yet. i think she just went rogue i think she was just doing her own thing because i was thinking she could be one of those really annoying people who you know when people get like really into a tv show and they just want, they just keep trying to like work it into a conversation. Oh, reminds me of this episode in uh, whatever, uh, the Kevin Spacey yeah. show. Or yeah. I, I have somebody who keeps bringing up that like, oh, this is like the speech he had in this. And it's like, no, oh, no I'm not cards. into that show. House of Cards. Yeah. I'm not into that show. So please, or I'm not watching the show. So please don't bring everything up about house of cards didn't i spoil house of cards for you because you were on season one and then i announced that he becomes the president and you're like dude i just started no 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 no, somebody for me i watched the first episode and he started talking to the camera and i was like i'm out i'm out listen i'm over it i i'll let ferris bueller talk to the camera you i don't i don't need to hear you talk to me while you're strangling a dog don't break the fourth wall on ed daly yeah and then Go ahead, Greg. Sorry, Ed, I got a question for you. Yeah. I'm going to go through Brian here. I mean, is it is there anything more annoying in this world when you tell people like, hey, I'm not cut up or I'm just not watching the show and yet they continue? That's right. Yes. That's right. And they feel like, no, no, no. You, you, you didn't hear me the first time. I'm going to tell you everything I know and feel. Right. How can you know? What's the one with the dragons? Oh, the dra- uh, yeah. Uh, Power Game Rangers? Of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. How can you not be watching Game of Thrones? I, I watched Never. I watched like the episode where uh where the one guy comes back to life and at that point I was like, Okay, I'm good. And everybody's like, I cannot believe we have to wait until next season. I was like, No, nah, I stopped watching. They're like, no, no, you'll be back. You'll be back. Like, <laughs> yes. No, no, no. I'm out. I'm out. People get so militant. I totally watch Game of Thrones, but I realize about halfway through every season that my watching of Game of Thrones, instead of watching Game of Thrones, I it should just be called waiting to see some titties on Game of Thrones. Yeah. Thank you. There was a, I've, yeah. been, I've been sold Game of Thrones so many. I've never seen an episode. I'm, I'm a heretic, but I've never seen one episode. And everybody that tries to get me to watch it just says, well, there's tits. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have the internet. Yeah, there's tits on the yeah, internet, there's, too. There's lots of, yeah, there's lots of opportunities. You're not a, a 10-year-old boy in, like, pre-internet days. Like, there's, there are ways to see tits. And it's, now I feel like I'm stuck with it. Like I'm not. I've watched every season, and there's another season coming up in a couple months, and I'm. I gotta watch that. Like I can't quit now. I've come this far. I used to sit back to back with a guy, this this guy named Sheldon, and I don't know gay slang. That's not true. <laughs> and yeah, oh yeah, he was a uh, he was a uh, not not really old, but old enough guy. 
that I worked with, and he was obsessed with the show Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Shut up! What are you talking about? <laughs> nobody was obsessed nobody. with that show. Oh yeah, that was the whole thing, and like he just could not believe I hadn't watched it, and he would just like recap the show and tell me all these things like the morning after it aired, and I would just stare at him like Larry Sellers and Big Lebowski, like is this your homework, Larry? I just stare at him blankly. Don't don't say yes, no, no question, no follow up questions. I just stare at him blankly until he just petered out. Stop talking about queer eye for the straight guy. Petered. (laughs) No one's ever talked about queer eye for the straight guy. It's like. how are you asking me if I watch that show? Of course I don't watch that show. I don't care about fashion. Uh, and even if you watch that show, you wouldn't admit it. Oh, <laughs> no. Sheldon, what's a lot of weird shit going on on Wall Street, Ed? Uh, okay, Greg, I want to thank you. Thank you very much for joining the show. The podcast is The Unfiltered Gentleman. I would check it out. strongly urge you guys to check it out. Listen to these guys talk about beer, sports, the kind of shit you hear here. Similar. Absolutely. Similar. You guys, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks. Any, any, right. any other place that where they, where people can check you out on the internet, Greg? Look, the easiest way is the unfiltered gentleman.com. From there, you can find everything about us. Outstanding. We will definitely have right. you back again. Thank you very much for being a guest on the show. Love yeah, it. Thanks, thank Greg. you guys. Thanks brother. Ed Daly joining us yeah. now. People have been missing her. She hasn't been here regularly. Of course she's here now. It's our very own pop culture correspondent. Thanks to Greg Jones from The Unfiltered Gentleman, by the way. I thought he did a great job as a guest. Yeah, good job. Very much like to have him back on. But joining us right now is our very own... She needs her own time. She needs her own segment. She can't be encumbered. She can't be held back. Of course, I'm talking about our very own Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hey, Kate. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. What's happening? You know... Just in my pajamas. Yeah. Been ready is to Brian? Some people in on some stuff. Yeah. Do you do you often wear your pajamas to the Baller Lifestyle World Headquarters studio? I, I would say often. Do you, yeah. Is that appropriate work attire? Mm, probably not. Because you know I like to keep it. <laughs> you wearing a three piece suit right now? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. I could do my top button um, if you want. Ed Daly, you're going to ask Kate something about me. Oh, is is Brian going crazy? He seems to be very busy in the kitchen tonight. He's, oh. he's very he's very consumed. There's no there's no kitchen here at the at the palatial baller lifestyle world headquarters. I, I juggle a lot of things while we do this show. Yeah, if I if dinner's not on the table when I get home from work after I've done this podcast, yeah. there yes. is trouble. I'm like a battered woman. <laughs> and she does that thing that all abusers do where she makes it seem like it's my fault. She's like, I wouldn't have to do this if you just did what I told you. If you listened better, I wouldn't have to get this angry. I would, if I didn't have to tell you twice. Yes, exactly. Um, do you guys want to add? I know you're a huge fan of um, award shows. Do you, do you guys want to? The Oscars are on Sunday. Do you guys want to know the odds? You, you want me to tell you who's going to win? Everything? Sure, but you know, you know what's funny? You yeah. you you sent out an email that said like. Uh, let's discuss the Oscars odds or something like that. Yeah. And I honestly thought the Oscars already happened, but I guess that was the Golden Globes. Yeah. So like I was like, what? We still have these things? Yeah, they haven't <laughs> happened. Um, so that La La Land is that definitely going to win? It's going to win everything. The it's the odds-on favorite for Best Picture, Best Director, um, Best Actress Emma Stone. 
Although, Ooh. sleeper pick Isabelle Huppert, the French actress from Elle. She, that, Did you see that? Yes, I saw you- it, and the performance was a tour de force. Weird movie. Strange I movie. Gonna say a tour de France. Yeah, also a tour de France. <laughs> she also rode up the. She acted so well. She rode her bike up the Pyrenees during the movie. Yeah, it was crazy. I, I think I last saw a French movie like a decade ago. Like I don't, I don't see a ton of foreign language movies. This one I would check out. It's weird. I don't. You might not like it. What's the What's the premise? She's a She's a rape victim. She's mm, She's the, delightful. The opening sounds like a real laugh. The opening scene of the movie. Spoiler alert is her being brutally raped. And then, oh, that sounds delightful. And the movie continues. So she, this Emma, <laughs> Brian totally sold it. This Emma Stone, quickly, quickly. Here's my impression. I have a bit of feedback. Here's my, here's my impression and of, and me watching any movie featuring Emma Stone. Forty-five minutes into said movie. Hey, is that Emma Stone? Scene. Brian Fonseca, very forgettable. And yeah, scene. Very forgettable. Okay, best actor is Casey Affleck's got this lo- locked up. Um, also, have you seen that movie, Ed? Manchester by the Sea? Talk about a downer. Yeah, that's one people deal with death. Like, it's, it, I, it's not that I never see yeah. depressing movies, but, like, you got to be in the right mood. He's, like, you can't definitely go into it. He's very good in that. And um, Sleeper there, Viggo Mortensen, Captain Fantastic, also a very good movie. In which Vigo Mortensen shows his very beautiful dick. <laughs> what a shock! That guy loves. Yeah, the best. He's beautiful. One with him showing his dick was that naked yeah. uh, Russian mafia yes. movie where they're fighting naked. That Eastern Eastern Promises. Oh, and I just thought of the name of the uh, French movie I did see, two thousand nine, yeah. A Prophet. It's a badass movie. Oh, this uh, Arab guy gets sent to a French prison, and like, there's a whole like. Uh, dealing with the Corsican mafia oh, and stuff like that. It's a, it's a badass oh, movie. I'm all in. I'm all in. Um, actress, odds on favorite, Viola Davis. She's in something Jeez. called Fences with... Um, the Denzel one, right? Denzel. Yeah, it was a play that was adapted. She's, she's a, a good actress. She's an amazing I mean. actress. Um, also, Michelle Williams, Sleeper. I don't think she's going to win. She's hardly in the movie. Manchester by the Sea. Uh, best supporting actor, Mahershala Ali from Moonlight. Interesting. And interesting that he would be the favorite. Dev Patel, Jeff Bridges, Heller Highwater, Lucas Hedges. Oh. He's the kid in Manchester by the Sea, and Michael Shannon, Nocturnal Animals. Yeah. I, 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 Michael Shannon's really good in, in Nocturnal Animals too. Really um, to see that. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. He won the he, Golden Globe yeah. for that. He's he's such a good actor. I you know. He, for the most part, I you just want somebody new. Like I like that guy yeah. Ali. He's, he's been good. in you know a bunch of stuff. He's always good. So as mu- as much as Jeff Bridges is awesome in that movie, yeah. but you know, didn't he just win like yeah. two years ago yeah. or something? Yeah. Um, this Mahershala Ali's hardly in that movie. He's only in mm-hmm. like, I mean, he's he's the favorite to win, so I assume he's going to win. But uh, he's only in like thirty percent of the movie. Uh, okay. Uh, that's it. That's all we need, right? Animated feature. That, um, that OJ. What are the animated? Because I've seen those. So oh, I'm curious. Zootop- Zootopia is the favorite. I heard that's sort yeah. of subversive. It's a good movie. It's yeah. definitely like it's talking about racism and, yeah. and, and genocide. Yeah, and I'm shit. into that. Like, I'm it's... into that. 
Uh, something called Kubo and the Two Strings looks Japanese. The worst movie, the worst movie I've seen all year. Kubo and the Two Strings. You've seen that? Yeah, I'd see any of these animated okay. movies because, like, if it's Give like I've kids. got like a, a holiday weekend that I've got to like yeah. kill on Monday, it's like all right, let's go to this movie. And that Kubo was horrendous. My son's gotten too cool. The um, this the Lego Batman movie came out, and I'm like, oh, I'll see he that. Said you couldn't get it. that. It was yeah. good. Yeah, and I'm like, let's go. And he's like, oh no, I don't want to see that. And I'm like, what? You're too cool. I mean, he's got the video game. He's got Lego everything. All of a sudden, he's too yeah, cool to see a movie. It's not is, like a babyish it. movie. Yes. It's good. Yeah. It's I know. Good like, God, that's too cool. Will Arnett. Too. Best, if he went inside, he would actually like it. Best voice and hair plugs in Hollywood. Uh, Moana. That's got The Rock in it. Who I'm a fan that of. Wasn't, that was not good. That was, uh, it was the Hamilton guy songs. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's a lot of that. Like, oh, no. you're going to be so a warrior someday. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. No, no. Uh, so, something called The Red turtle which sounds like a sex toy like, that's, yeah that might that comes with a burger king meal yeah that's, that sounds like something that comes with your whoppers i got you honey i got you it's valentine's day i've got you the red turtle okay. you've been wanting that's some chicken nuggets and then go fuck with a red turtle um my life as a zucchini is that like the is that the um brandon spikes so, story <laughs> is it, my life as a pringles can did uh the it that's that. Is that the Veggie Tales? Have you ever oh, seen those? No, I remember. No. I remember seeing one of those movies on cable, like when when my son was like three, and I put it on, and then like I'm doing shit in the kitchen. It was like, and that is why the Lord has bestow- bestowed upon us. And it was like, oh no, this is like oh it's, oh it's secret. It's secretly religious. I hate yeah, that shit. Like Davy and Goliath. Davy and Goliath. Yeah. yeah worst um and then the the best documentary it's going to be that oj made in america i didn't know that was released theatrically they must have like snuck it, it in some theaters like eight hours yeah <laughs> it's, 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 the yeah it's very long it was, it was tremendous but that would be a long sit in the theaters yeah uh okay so that's 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 happening on sunday night i'll be tweeting about it follow me on twitter at brian beckner mm-hmm. for all the hilarious um oscar takes kato yes what is going on in the world of pop culture what is happening in Fancy news. pop. Yeah, the news, the real news. Let me shout out some Patreon. Oh, some guests. Yeah. So if you're new if you're a huge fan of this show and you like what we do here, occasionally we do a little something extra. And last week we did that. I'm surprised we ha- I'm surprised I got a lot of feedback on Twitter about it, like well worth the wait, like great job. Oh my god, that bitch is crazy. Like a lot of that. I played something very personal. Via from someone else on our Patreon page. And if you subscribe to the show, if you give us five bucks a month for this show, you could hear it. Patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle. It sounds like the Patreon only content has brought a few listeners out of the woodwork. Is that correct, Kate? I think it might have. So I'd like to thank Mike Churches. I'm not sure how you say that. Uh, Churches. Mm -hmm. Not even. Thank you, Mike. Well, I don't. Yeah, I'm not exactly. Mike Churches. That's how I say it. Tracy Westbrook. Great guy. Another great guy. Well, Mike has person. been donating to the show in different ways. That's right. And Mike was our, our Herman Marshall hookup. And Gary Newfeld. You guys rock. Thank you, Gary. Love you guys. Love fan. you all. And if anyone wants to leave us like a drunk voicemail, we'll put that on Patreon for people to listen to. That's show. right. That's right. Uh, we will definitely be doing more Patreon-only you have content. To be legit drunk. People, guy. people love, love, love that stuff. And uh, a lot of suggestions coming in. I, for stuff that we could do, Patreon only. So um, keep those coming, and we will consider all requests. 
What is going you on, ready Kate? To get started. Last week yeah. was a big week for aviation. Yeah. Aviation? Yeah. Huh. Harrison Ford took to the skies. Oh, yeah. He's oh, 74. No. He crashed again? Flying a plane? No, but he almost crashed at my local airport, Ed. Can we play the um the message? Oh, I don't between he and the the tower. Do you have it handy? Yeah, I do. I don't. Um, Basically, okay, everything was fine. He took off um from Santa Monica Airport, which yeah. is near LAX. Yes. It's a small airport. A lot of private private planes there. Everything Santa was Monica fine. Santa Monica is a town, right? That's not a county. That's right. That is a town. This is an actual. Wow. It's in LA County. Careful, Brian. Brian, you guys might not be compatible anymore. Yes. The city of Santa Monica. The trouble starts when Harrison radios back saying he's in a helicopter. Yeah. He's not in a helicopter. He started a few times trying to correct his mistake. He says it a bunch of times. He says helicopter like five times. It's, yeah. Oh. We are guessing, and, that and I bet he, they don't know that he, he's urgent because his voice, his voice is like, he's, he's, uh, no, you know, I'm going straight helicopter. Like, right. oh, okay, and then he, and then he started asking Chewy. <laughs> he's he's very low he energy. The, the wacky weed. He's so never anyway, tell me the odds, kid. Yes. Okay, hold on. The I th- bigger problem, though, is he. Hold on, I have the TMZ link. Okay. Listen. That's the tower. One four. Yes. Hold on. Four. Zero two one four. Next left. Husky Letter Hotel Uniform Cancel Los Angeles Tower. Good day. Yeah. Wow. Is uh. 2600, 2500 over Santa Monica, VOR for the mini route. Husky Letter Hotel Uniform, still with the Santa Monica Tower, LA Tower on 119.8, please. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was. So let let me break it down. So the problem is that apart from the fact that he keeps saying he's in a helicopter and he he can't get his words out, the problem is that he continues talking to Santa Monica Tower after they've already told him that they've switched to another tower. He keeps yes. radioing the other tower. The wrong tower. And they keep saying, no, we've switched you to the other tower. So anyway, um, the controller, there you go, boss after system. telling him he's on the wrong frequency and reminds, he keeps reminding him he needs to be communicating with the other tower, these mistakes on their own, no big deal. And then... I mean, sort of 18, a big deal. 18 minutes the later, a huge deal. he went to touchdown in Orange County, and the landing did not go so well. Yeah, he. so there's a taxiway that he runs next misjudged to the runway. The runway. And he let... I understand I've been coming to, to so Cloud it, City for years, kid. Where's Lando? Where's Lando? John Wayne Airport's about 15 minutes from our house. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. Local reference. So basically, Orange, also called Orange County Airport, <laughs> by the way. So basically, he landed on the wrong runway, and basically, it, w- it was not even a runway. It was just where the plane's down, taxi. There was a plane waiting to taxi. Yeah. And he came right on top of that plane, missed it by feet, and yeah. landed on Jeez. the other side of it. <laughs> yeah, and then he said, and then, then he said, "Was that jet supposed to be beneath me?" No, it wasn't. No, you weren't supposed to land There's twenty not- feet above a passenger jet. And he did mess up his plane. Oh, he did. 
Oh, no, this is yeah. a picture from another plane. Yeah. Okay, so everything was fine. From that time he crashed a plane. In 2000. Oh, yeah, and he got, yeah. And got all injured yeah. for the Star Wars movie. They had to, like, postpone because he was flying into a golf course. He's 74. There That's has to old. be, just like with driving, yeah. like... You have to renew you have your to license take, every yeah, year. Yeah. Right. At a certain age, right. so. Yeah, no, I'm I agree. I'm sure that when you're Harrison Ford, no one's, like... Probably on your ass, making you. You don't think so? The, the like FAA is like I, this guy did the parsec to this the yeah, Kessel Run in twelve parsecs. I, I flew the kid. I don't know. Kid, when you were in I diapers, I flew the galaxy maybe, in nine parsecs. Maybe when he's not smoking the wacky weed, <laughs> he's, he's fine. Never tell me the odds, goldenrod. <laughs> that's that's the thing. <laughs> that's he's such a stoner. He's such an obvious stoner. Also, do you think maybe he had a hard time? Um, communicating with the tower because his hoop earring wouldn't allow yeah. the headphones to properly fit over his ears. Well, there's so much metal it was Hang on. interference. Yeah, I gotta go get stone and then go fuck Allie McBeal. It's like when you have to this reminds me of the plane crash I had in six days and seven nights with is, Anne Heche. This is Harrison Ford sounds a bit like Johnny Depp's dad. Totally. Older Damn, Johnny Depp. Help me the odds, kid. <laughs> Well, thoughts and prayers. Let's hope. Let's hope he hangs out. I know it's a popular hobby for him, but the yeah. time is time has passed. I think it might be. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on, Kate? Well, roll me the whip. Shall we? <laughs> shall we move to uh, politics? Yes. Yeah. The people doesn't have enough. <laughs> I've got some exciting. People news. love it when we talk politics <laughs> on this show. They they send us emails. Well, some of our <laughs> listeners are going to love this news. Oh yeah. Every politician comes with their share of pie-in-the-sky campaign promises, lower taxes, better health care, safer streets. Walls. But how many political candidates can offer a slogan? I can't even say this. How does that one song go, the, the, the Kid Rock um, oh, what the chorus? Bang. <laughs> that's it, that's it. The, the diggy, diggy, diggy. My name is Kid. My name is Kid. Dude, dude your name's Bob, Kid. Uh, some voters in Michigan are hoping for that exact possibility because according to Billboard at last week's Michigan Republican Party convention, Kid Rock's name was floated to run as 2018 Senate candidate to unseat current Democratic Senator Debbie Stabenow. Rock, who campaigned for Trump and sells hats that say Make America Badass Again, yeah. was born in Michigan. Uh, he considers himself a libertarian, though on many occasions he's also identified as a cowboy baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I propose that everyone, instead of health care, gets a 12-pack of Strohs. I just want to say that if Donald Trump is our president, Kid Rock can definitely totally. be totally. a senator. Totally. He's more qualified than our president. Totally. Totally. I'm going to leave that there for y'all to This about, Kid Rock actually about. has as much money as he says he has. And, and Kid Rock started with nothing. Yeah. And like has been successful in some way. That's true. He's done a lot of <laughs> shit. Also, this Kid Rock, he goes out there like obviously he's not my cup of tea. But he does a lot of things. He supports the troops. I think he supports a lot of charities that support the troops. Stuff like that. Like he's proud to be an American. I probably don't agree with him a hundred percent on his politics, but if fucking Donald Trump can be the president, Kid Rock can for sure be the president. <laughs> president Kid Rock. Uh, what else, Kato? Well, this isn't really politics, but it's a little bit political. So I don't know if you guys caught, I don't know if any of the people that listen to this watch um, 
Bill Maher. Oh yeah, we hit we hit on this a bit earlier. Yeah. So he had on this Milo Yiannopoulos, Mm -hmm. who I have been kind of like tangentially aware of, but I've never. I think that's most people. Yep. Like I just I knew aware, he was a troll. I was aware of his trolling on Twitter of Leslie Jones and that whole thing. And, you know, I knew that he was an editor at Breitbart. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know what his politics were, except that he was like a huge fuckhead, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he comes on Bill Maher. He's got like um, strands of like pearls and stacked bracelets. Oh, yeah. He's got like. He's got a style. He's got some contouring and he's <laughs> yes. really. Yes. Frosted tips. Done himself up. Um, but I guess, I mean, I thought it was pretty tame, the actual interview, but I didn't it watch was. the overtime, right. which airs on YouTube. So I guess after a debate about laws restricting transgender people from using certain bathrooms, um, during which. Yiannopoulos suggested that trans people have a psychiatric disorder. He went on to insult Mars guests specifically. Right. Are you playing a clip? Well, I was going to go on. Well, let me let me yeah. intro it first. He went on to insult Mars guests specifically, comedian Larry Wilmore and former U.S. intelligence officer Malcolm Nance. He said, "You always invite such awful people on your show. They're so stupid." Yiannopoulos told Mar, "You need to start inviting higher IQ guests, or this is going to be a disaster." Um, and this provoked a swift response from Wilmore, who said, you can go fuck yourself, all right? Um, so, yeah, that, that happened. Hold on. This is, I only... he, he said, you can fuck, fuck yourself for that. And then he goes, and you can go fuck yourself for the Leslie Jones comment. Yeah. yeah good for him. He, he doubled up. But, but the other guy, was the F, CIA or FBI guy, was, was being very cordial because you could tell he just, this, wasn't, this isn't the environment that he, like, he didn't, want to be debating with a clown and that that i was saying at the top of the show that like you 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 can debate anyone anywhere but when you just sit there and listen to the guy and don't fire back that like that they're not deranged uh and he was like oh i know for a fact that they're that trans people are you know child rapists and stuff like that and then bill maher's like oh you think so and it's like no that's where you're supposed to fire back they just like let him spew hate they gave him a platform without debating so but now today we learn that apparently and this is what happens to these people this milo yiannopoulos apparently there's video of him advocating for pedophilia that 13-year-old boys should be allowed to have sex with men. Yeah, I saw that. He's apparently a Nambla. Yep. Apologist? Yeah. So now even the even his mates at Breitbart are like, we're not, like, half a dozen as editors there have walked out or are threatening yeah. to walk Amy, out and they don't cut ties. Now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, fuck but the problem fuck is, Milo. like, as yeah. bad as, yeah, fuck that guy, but as bad as that is, like, there were so many people willing to go along with his overt racism and like yeah. we, we, I thought we were past a lot of this shit, and it's like people so are just too. okay with him. Like it's awful. It's awful that he was given a platform yeah. this long. He's you, a he's a terrible human being. You know who's not down with racism? Kid Rock. We need this Kid Rock to run <laughs> for office. I'm trying to think of it from Bill Maher's perspective. Like, is he shining a light on how awful this person is, or does he need? help i don't know yeah, i don't know i don't know i think he he would have he would have it would have looked better for him ratings? if he debated him i just yeah, yeah. i, don't I know. think maybe he thought i'll just let this guy hang himself and just That's kind of say what his I'm shit thinking. i don't yeah. i don't know i know i know yeah. a lot of people aren't fans of bill maher i just, yeah. I've, i do watch the show for entertainment yeah 
I don't always agree with. I do think he, I think Bill Maher is a bit of a misogynist. Oh, yeah. But I watch it. Yeah. I don't agree with everything. Yeah. He likes, he likes black chicks. He does. Yeah. Saw this. But apparently the Writers Guild Awards. Oh, yes. The other night. Yeah. When was that? Sunday? I don't know. Last night, I think. Mm-hmm. Patton Oswalt, comedian Patton Oswalt, was introducing the Writers Guild with a bunch of political jokes that mostly riffed on the impending dif- death of the written word. And b- but before he made any specific Trump jokes, he mentioned um, he had to watch his words so he wouldn't get kicked to death by James Woods backstage. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that reference is for. Mm-hmm. I guess Woods... Um, Woods, yeah, is a, Woods is an arch conservative. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he's an angry, an angry. Yeah. Like, um, and he then, will fight so people on Twitter and stuff. James Woods was. Um, he was in the audience, and he he got up and he rushed the stage and yeah. grabbed Patton's shoes. I think it was. I think it was all sort of in it was, fun. It was. It was. Here, it I don't, I'm not sure how long this and clip is. And then he explained that oh. he'll lose half of his Twitter followers by being there, which prompted Oswald to bemoan the loss of all those egg avatars. Yeah. Okay, Kate. What else is going on? Well, that's about it. I have a quick um, flip or flop update because I know uh, you guys are all yes, Ed's obsessive. Jeez, you guys are all waiting to know. The, Ed, the flip or flop broad, Christina, is going to be on. Um, hold on, hold on. Good Morning America tomorrow. A- exclusive interview with Christina El Musa. <laughs> Definitely going to record that. Of course. Um, apparently. Christina's face will no is no longer appears on their real estate business flyers Ooh, or signs. Ouch. She's been kicked to the curb. Well, let's hope his face doesn't appear Her on him either. Rick is now <laughs> with Sotheby's. I thought you said she was the driving force. Well, yeah. he's gone yeah. off. She's on his the own. face. He's with Sotheby's. She yeah. is not. They are uh, not selling real estate together. Oh. They are still apparently doing their TV show for now. Mm, but not their flips. Not selling houses together. Unbelievable. Shocking. Shocking development in the flipper flop divorce. Okay. Is that it, Kato? That's it. All right. Excellent job. I want to thank our guest, Greg Jones, from the Unfiltered Gentleman. Looking forward to listening to you. Podcast. Very nice of him to join us. He did a great job. Um, Of course, I also want to thank Ed Daly. Ed. Thank you. Who lives in Hoboken, which is in which county, Ed? Uh, Hudson. Hudson County? Hudson County. Hudson. 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 Named after Henry Hudson. Henry Hudson. Next next to the Hudson River. Hudson River. Beautiful view of Manhattan. Yes. Uh, I would like to thank Kate McManus. Oh, that's me. She is from Perth. Does Perth, do you have counties in Australia? Uh, You have cities. Province. Province. Provinces. Perth, Western Australia. Yeah. Is where you're from. Towns. Towns. I'm from... Town. I'm Brian Beckner. I'm from Costa Mesa, California. That's a town. That's all I'm going to say. Until next week, for Ed Daly, for Kate McManus, I'm Brian mm-hmm. Beckner. This has been episode 157 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.